So you're a passionate online teacher with a fully booked schedule and you're finding it impossible to take on any more students or lessons, but your desire to broaden your impact and boost your income is still strong, right? So if that's you, then you might be considering taking the leap from being a solo teacher into becoming an organization where you hire teachers and teach under your brand. So in this episode, we're going to be diving deep into the details of this path to diversify. We'll uncover what it truly means to become an organization. We'll identify what kind of teacher entrepreneur this is really for. And then we'll talk about some recommended strategies and approaches for you if you decide to take this path. Hey, my friend, welcome to the Teacher Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm Katie Geddes, your host, a full-time owner of an online music studio and a coach for teacher entrepreneurs just like you. In this podcast, I dish out actionable tips and strategies to build your business as a teacher, but also bring the raw and honest conversations on mindset, personal growth, and the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship. If you're all about building a teacher business that's not only wildly successful, but that's sustainable and aligned with your values, Well, then grab that cup of coffee, get cozy, and let's dive right in. Hello, wonderful educators and entrepreneurs, and welcome back to the Teacher Entrepreneur Podcast. And welcome to the Diversifying Decoded series, where we're diving into four different paths that you can take to start diversifying your own teaching business past just live teaching hours. So first off, before we get into the episode, let me just say that if you haven't jumped on this yet, be sure to go and take my Paths to Diversify quiz. You can find it at katiegettis.com slash quiz. This is like a virtual compass for your business journey. All you do is answer a few questions about your current business goals, your struggles, and it'll guide you to the perfect diversification path for your unique business. And once you've got that golden insight, then circle back to this series because I want to take you even deeper into each of these paths, what they are, who they're for, and some strategies to get you started. So let's start off by just talking about what an organization really is. I'm mostly going to talk about this in the context of OutSchool, but of course, organizations can also go way beyond the OutSchool platform as well. But becoming an organization basically means that you hire on other exceptional teachers under your unique brand. It's a really common path for highly successful OutSchool teachers when they get to a point where they can't take on any more classes of their own, or maybe they even want to decrease their own teaching hours. But they've also built this presence on the OutSchool platform that they don't want to let go and they want to continue to build off of. They just don't want to always have to be the one who shows up to teach the classes. So becoming an organization, it allows teachers to continue to offer engaging live lessons for kids while you transition into more of a collaborative approach. As an organization owner, OutSchool still pays you for all of the courses that are offered by your organization. And then, of course, it's up to you to pay your teachers at the agreed upon rate. You get to keep whatever the profit is. So of course, the goal is that you would end up earning a portion from each of the lessons that your teachers teach without having to teach them yourself. Let's talk a little bit about the requirements for becoming an organization because, of course, these are really important. So the first requirement is that you have to have a legal entity. The second one is that you have to have teachers who are hired already and they're ready to go. Then you also have to have a website and then you also are going to need to tell OutSchool how you're going to do some external marketing for them. So basically, how are you going to bring new families and new students to the platform? 
So just to give a bit of context and an example, for my personal profile, I used to brand my classes as Music with Miss G, but now we're branded as Mini Musician Studio. So in the past two to three years, I've had multiple other teachers who've taught guitar, bass guitar, ukulele, voice, piano, music production. Some have taken on group classes and some teachers have just taught one-on-one private lessons. Since I became an organization, I actually haven't taken on any new one-on-one out-school students, but I can still offer that one-on-one experience to the students with these co-teachers of mine. So that's one really great perk. I've also gone on to use my same organization's brand name for my TPT store, for my off-platform lessons, for my YouTube channel, TikTok, Instagram. So we've definitely expanded far beyond just the out-school platform too. So let's talk a little bit about who becoming an organization is really for. So this is usually a successful out-school teacher who's wanting to continue to build on the profile and the reputation that they've started to build on the out-school platform. But to be honest, you don't actually have to be a formerly successful out-school teacher. You could also just be someone who wants to get onto the platform to have access to this wide range of students that are already on the platform, but you want to start as an organization from the beginning, and that's totally fine as well. Basically, anyone who's going to have an organization is an educator who truly cares about the teaching. They truly care about working with students and offering live lessons. You should also be someone who has a strong desire for collaboration and you thrive with the idea of creating a team of like-minded educators and each of these educators bringing their own unique strengths to the table. You should also be comfortable with or eager to learn effective team management, how to coordinate schedules, how to maintain quality of lessons, and be capable of fostering a collaborative environment that works together. So if this sounds like something that feels like a really good fit for you, I want to talk about some strategy and some first steps that you can take if you're interested in taking this path to diversify and becoming an organization yourself. So first of all, the biggest question mark that teachers usually have when they go about becoming an organization is the teacher part of this. Yes, before you apply to the OutSchool platform to become an organization, you are supposed to have teachers who are already ready and hired. So you have to go about this hiring process before you actually apply to become an organization. I know that that might feel a little bit backwards, but it's how it works. So the two main ways that I've personally found teachers for my own organization are one, personal connections. And I know that that can be a bit debatable. So you can decide for yourself whether you feel like you want to cross that barrier of a relationship if you think it's a good idea for certain relationships that you might have. But I've had three to four different teachers who were all personal connections of mine. And it's worked out beautifully because we have great communication. We set really good boundaries and we're just both really respectful to each other. And I truly believe in them as educators. And that's why I brought them on in the first place. So I trust them to work with these students. I'm lucky enough that the niche that we teach in music is what I pursued when I was getting my bachelor's degree. So a lot of the people that I've hired have actually been from my undergrad program when I was studying music education. So these are people that I met at my university. But another really great way that I've found teachers has also been through Indeed. I've had multiple teachers that I've hired through Indeed. So posting an ad on there and getting applicants, going through an interview process with them, I've seen great success with that myself. And I've also seen a lot of the teachers that I've mentored through the process of becoming an organization have had really, really great success here as well. 
The next question that a lot of people usually have about becoming an organization is the hiring process. So how do I even go about finding this person and what kind of things should I do step by step to go through the process of hiring them on? So my suggestion to you would be to create some sort of Google form and ask questions that you would need to know in the initial stages from them. So maybe a bit about themselves, their background, their experience, what they're interested in teaching, maybe even what their availability is like, how much they would like to be paid. And then take the link to this Google form and add it into your post when you are posting on a platform like Indeed, or if you're sharing to a Facebook group or something like that to look for applicants. Once you collect responses, of course, you can go through these responses and find some really good candidates. And a really good next step that a lot of my clients that have become organizations that we've started adding into their hiring process is having these applicants then submit a video of them teaching. So some sort of teaching demo that could be between two to three to five minutes, where maybe they're just teaching a really simple concept. So for me as a music teacher, if I was hiring a guitar teacher, I might have them teach how to teach a G major chord or how to teach a really small portion of a song. That way you can get a sense of their charisma and their teaching style and see if their energy would be a really good fit for your team. Then after that video submission, usually I recommend doing an interview with them where you can ask them more in-depth questions and you can see how they think on the spot. And after that interview, then you could go about choosing the right candidate for you. Of course, once you've found a teacher that feels like a really good fit for you, then the next step would be an onboarding process. So getting them set up to teach for your organization. So some things to consider in an onboarding process is, first of all, you want this to be really seamless. You want to make them feel really confident about their start with your organization as soon as they join. So some things that you could consider creating to give to your teachers when they're going through this process are maybe a welcome video or a welcome letter where you outline some of your brand's values or tools that you use or your communication methods. I would also include some important out-school policies if you're going to have them teaching on the out-school platform that are really important for them not to miss, like making sure that they don't miss class or that they start class on time or making sure that they never share social media information or contact information with their students on the platform, basically policies that could get your organization in trouble. I would include some of those in the onboarding process to make sure that they're aware of these as well, even though they're going to have to go through an out-school training to get set up on the out-school platform anyway. If you're going to provide them with some sort of teaching materials that they either are supposed to use in their lessons or they can use as an optional resource for their lessons, then you should definitely organize these somewhere, whether that be on a Google Doc that you can share with them or on your project management system that you can share with them. Just make them easily accessible for them to use in their lessons. And then my biggest piece of advice is just to be highly communicative with your first teacher. So when you're hiring on that first teacher, usually it's before you've been accepted to the OutSchool platform and you're totally new to this, right? So we don't have to pretend like we know what's going on. You don't have to pretend to be a complete pro at this. You can be honest with the teacher and you can tell them it may take time to get accepted to the OutSchool platform and then you'll get them set up. Then you'll have them sign their contract be honest with them that it might take time for their schedule to grow and for new students to sign up for their classes. I usually recommend to people that they actually find someone who's not relying heavily on this income, someone that's just looking for part-time work so that they're more likely to stay while you work out those kinks of hiring on that very first teacher because there are going to be kinks that you have to work through. 
And then the last thing I would say is as you go through the onboarding process and the hiring process of bringing this very first teacher on, document everything, write absolutely everything down, create a checklist for yourself, whatever documents you make, like content you make, whether it's a post to put on Indeed or it's a welcome letter or a welcome video, make sure that you save links to all of those things so that the next time that you go through this process, the next time that you hire a teacher, it's so easy to grab and go and just copy and paste so that this just becomes a system and a process that you can follow time and time again. And finally, just take it day by day. Again, nobody knows what they're doing when they're first doing this. Most people that become an organization have never hired someone on before. They've never been in charge of somebody else's schedule or finding learners for someone else. And that's okay. You're going to figure it out. You are capable. You are strong. You're so smart and you're going to figure it out. So just give yourself the grace to do so. And again, just take it day by day. There's going to be a lot of firsts in this process and a lot of challenges that come your way and you're going to be able to work through all of them and it's going to be so worth it in the end. All right, so if you're someone who's looking to move from solo teaching to organization status, keep dreaming big, keep leading boldly, and I'm so excited to see how you shape the future of online learning for these kids. If this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to spread the word, share it with a friend that you think would also find value in it. And if you want to go ahead and dive deeper with some of our freebies, make sure to head to katiegettis.com for more info. Thank you so much for tuning in and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.